This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. podcast, 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 podcast. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Dishnomics Podcast. Make sure you're hashtagging it if you're listening to it on Insta. Snap. I don't know why you'd be posting on Snap, but in 2021, but that's neither here nor there. And especially Twitter. Sh- show some brother some love, goddammit. If you know the meme, if you know, you know. Um, I hope you've enjoyed last week's episode. That was me going through Dominic Cummins speaking to a parliamentary committee about the pandemic and how the Prime Minister the Department of Health and all these different people handled it and handled it very badly. He was sending so many shots. So make sure you check out that episode. It's, I think it's very important for us as citizens of the UK to see how badly our government handled it from the accounts of Dominic Cummings, who I believe is for the most part telling the truth. The previous week's episode was predicated on inflation. What is inflation? Why should we care? How does it impact us? What are different types? What causes it and what happened? We've seen a rise in inflation that almost doubled within a month and that's going to impact all of us. So make sure you double back on that episode to check out Wild I had a break from the Monday morning news, wanted to change some things around. So that Monday morning news should be back by the time you're hearing this, unless you're on the late night, Sunday, early hours on Monday morning listeners, y'all a bit too early, but more often than not, by the time you're hearing this, that should be out on YouTube. So that's youtube.com for Uh You're gonna see a lot more YouTube. I keep saying this and I've been caffeine because I'm a busy lad and poor time management, but I'm gonna be getting to my YouTube bag this week, fingers crossed. And there are gonna be some videos on YouTube. All of them will be on Patreon. I wanna really build up my Patreon. So shout out to people who have been subscribed to my Patreon. I haven't uploaded a bit, but all of you lot are loyal. So I actually need to overwhelm you lot of content because you deserve it so make sure you jump on the patreon to show a young brother some love also i'm so open to doing i want to know what you lot are interested in so i want you lot to hit me up hello at dysonomics.com on the email you could dm dysonomics pod or dysonomics on insta or you could dm dysonomics on on twitter about what topics you'd like to see covered or what questions you have and i'll cover it because that's how i like to work i like to give the streets, the information that they need. And even if something that I don't know, I would love to go research because I'm just a bit of a geek. I like to learn. So that's all the shout outs on the information done. This week's podcast is a slightly different turn. I often have a lot of rants. I usually keep these to my friends. I used to do them on Twitter, but people got too sensitive, which is quite part of the topic today. So this week, bear with me, people. I'm just going to just get some ish off my chest. So yeah. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. On to next week. Peace and blessings. Stay safe. Enjoy the sunshine. Hi, guys. I'm XM. And listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. Yo, 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 people. Welcome back to another episode of Dysonomics. I am, of course, Dysonomics. I hope you had a fantastic week. Me, personally, Hay Fever has been kicking my ass for the last three days. I am down so bad. Goodness me. I can't believe an invisible enemy could be this powerful. Well, we should have known that from COVID. But that's neither here nor there. 
this week I want to talk to like, I just want to talk to the people about our, our conduct on social media because it's really poor in a lot of circumstances. So this is just like a rant. Sorry, I usually rant to my friends or WhatsApp, but you're not going to hear it this time. Why not? Why are you so offended by somebody having a different opinion? In fact, scratch that. Let me give you some insights on how I process things. And not to say that I'm always right. I'm not. I, I'm often wrong. In terms of ratio of right to wrong, I probably have a higher ratio of being right to wrong than most people. Sorry, it is what it is. <laughs> Maybe because I like to take my time with things, I like to check the evidence, I like to look objectively. So I'm more likely to be right than I am wrong most of the time. But sometimes I'm wrong. And one of the things that I found that's helped me in life is by asking myself this question. Does this make me feel uncomfortable or is this wrong? So when I read something, hear something, see something, something happens to me or my friends or my family or whatever, I'll witness something. It's very important to ascertain the difference between something making you feel uncomfortable and something that is actually wrong. When I say wrong, it could be wrong objectively in terms of like an answer or facts, or it could be wrong in your, whatever you perceive to be moral. And for the most part, most of us, especially within this Western world have well, probably at least 85 to 90% aligned in terms of what we think is right or wrong in terms of morality. Don't get me wrong, some things could be both, could both make you feel uncomfortable and be wrong. So for example, a young lady in a club and a man approaching her by grabbing her bum or grabbing her arm or grabbing her waist to get her attention, that makes her feel uncomfortable. But it's also fucking wrong because this is a stranger who has not given you permission to touch them. So you have touched them inappropriately without consent against their wishes. That's also wrong. While some things can make us feel uncomfortable, but not actually wrong. Now, for example, let me think of an example. If, this is a really, really, really weird example. So in society and in many of our circles, we have an obsession with, with the female body. It seems that every goddamn fucking artist on social media, all they do is either paint dead people or paint women's naked bodies. Even I paid Nipsey, Kobe, uh, Chadwick Bosman, Pop Smoke, or a naked woman doing something, I don't know, smoking or holding a gun or something, or swearing or some shit, yeah? So people often talk about their amazement, especially within, I'm Nigerian, I'm black, born and raised in London. In our community, we love voluptuous women, women with big bums, yeah? Cool. Men and women will often be amazed at a woman's bum, like, oh my God, look at her bum, it's so big, da 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 but if a woman wants to talk about a guy's bum, oh, your lips are so nice, a guy can feel uncomfortable about that. Because it's just unusual. You, you, you don't really, it's not said to you on the same scale as what we say to a woman. But does that mean it's wrong? No, they're just giving you a compliment on what they, well, it depends if they're doing it in a mad sleazy um, CD way, then that can be wrong. But do you know what I mean? You hope you get my drift. Some things could just make you feel comfortable. Oh, I don't really like how this makes me feel. But is this outright wrong? Is Maybe this is just unusual to me or it's not how I do things. For example, going to 
a person's house on a first date it's not right or wrong there's no right or wrong a date is merely an activity where two people partake in to get to know one each other better so for some people they quite like the indoors thing some people nah they're too especially with some women nah being a man's space on my own that's what makes me uncomfortable just because another woman does it doesn't make it wrong you see what I'm saying that's the most important thing we need to learn to have the difference between is this making me uncomfortable or is this making me comfortable and it's wrong that's number one and as I said at the top of the pod wh why we need to ask ourselves why is it that we are so offended by somebody having a difference of opinion now some people's difference in opinion can be offensive so some people may say stuff like women should stay in the kitchen they have no business going out to work making decisions in the household that is a difference of opinion to women have agency to do whatever they please but i can also, i can also an objective person not i let me just an objective person can understand why that opinion is offensive because you're insinuating from your words that women are not as capable as men or should have the same rights as men to engage in such activities I've just detailed. So reactions of that nature, I can understand because that was an offensive statement. But we are currently living in a world, well, let me say a social media world, where a Twitter can, or a Instagrammer or a TikToker can literally say, I don't really like Italian. I think Molly May did it. Um, shout out Molly May. I don't really like Italian food. I don't think it's nice. And people will be like, how dare you say this about Italian food? You're disrespecting Italian culture. You may be like, nah, that's dead. Like, I'm all for the back and forth on a neutral stance or like a funny stance. Like, for example, I might tweet, ah, uh, Indian food don't slap. Well, my brothers will be like, what? what are you saying? You don't know food. Or I might see my friend, shout out Elaine. She might tweet something about music. I'm like, here goes Elaine again with another wrong music opinion. But it's just bands, it's just vibes. Like we see things differently, but that's how we connect and how we communicate. But when you are generally offended and insulting people for having a different opinion to you, it is insane. Newsflash. People are not going to like things. And that is fine for the most part. The reason why I say that is fine is that as humans, we cannot escape hierarchy and comparison. It's impossible. There's a reason you know you understand what a good person is because you could compare them to somebody who's not good, a bad person. You can understand why you find somebody attractive because there's other people you don't find attractive. It's common sense. We know what tall is because we compare it to what small is. Like, it's common sense. So when somebody says, I don't like X, why are you so angry? Because there is, there's, there is scenarios in your life where you don't like Y. There's something that you proper don't like and I promise you there's probably somebody else in the world or on your phone but that likes it. Like for me, I hate quiche. I think quiche is trash. Trash dish. But somebody in the world is a quiche fanatic. It's just how it is. So why is it that we come and demonize and attack people because of differences in opinion? Now, what I'm seeing, especially on Twitter, is dogpiling. And many of us may have taken part in it. 
and I think dogpiling in most scenarios is just unnecessary. What I see often is a tweeter says something, an opinion, and it's now deemed controversial. Now, what I don't understand is why dozens, which then leads to hundreds and in some circumstances thousands of people are responding to that tweet saying the exact same thing as the previous 287 people. Why? 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 It's unnecessary. Like on Twitter the other day, I saw a woman make some point. Basically, I'm paraphrasing here. She was basically saying, imagine saving up grinding to get yourself on the property ladder or whatever. And then some people are in the same building on, let's say, for example, um, housing association, or maybe some people got shared ownership, so own a percentage of the property, but you own the whole thing and they have the same rights to you. They're in the same building, they get the same facilities and same benefits. Now, there's some clues to the point because you're talking about what you've put in to prepare what you get. Okay, cool. You could argue that, well, the benefits, well, yeah, these people may live in the same building, but they don't get the, like, for example, a housing associate member. Yeah, they maybe get a discounted rent, but they're not getting the equity of the potential increase in the property. They can't pass that property down for generation to generation, all that type of stuff. Yeah, you could make those points, but whatever. The streets are like her opinion. Why did it mean so many people had to come and insult this person and now accuse this person of hating the poor? How did he get there? I find it very crazy that people make these logical leaps, especially without knowing these people. When you're making an assumption, you are running the risk that you are chatting shite on that person. You could be right, but you're just guessing. So why don't you just skip the guessing and try to speak on the things you know? There's enough information there to say, oh, I don't agree with the fact that this tweet, this tweet doesn't make sense, X, Y, Z, done. But people just wanted to insult her on top, on top. The person eventually went private. They eventually deleted the tweet. And guess what happens? The next set of bozos have screenshotted her tweet to then post it to reenact the same fucking process. It's insane. I see people have tweets, whether they're good opinions or bad opinions. You don't need to insult people. You can insult their opinion, because I'm, as you guys know, I know my conversation. If I say something, people insult my opinion, I'll take it. I'll put it out there, you can insult my opinion. I'll go back, I may, I may debate with you. But if you're insulting me on the basis of my opinion, like why? Like, like, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing proper harsh insults. I'm seeing people call women fat, call women ugly, call guys broke, call guys gay. Like, and they're using gay as an insult, which is, which is another whole world of problematic in itself. Why? Why are you behaving like this? People are gonna have different. Your mum and dad have different opinions to you on something. Your friends do. You can't live in a fucking eco chamber. You can't, sorry, the world's bigger than that. That's what makes the world so interesting because we all have different views and opinions and that's what leads to different music, different entertainment, different fashion, different foods, different cultures. Like that's what makes the world beautiful, our differences. And we understand that when we, when we fight against racism, homophobia, transphobia, sexism, all these type of things, ableism. But when it comes to just like, everyday opinions we just don't get it it's mad to me why can't you just articulate why you disagree with that person's point another thing that people do which pisses me off yeah is i will say let's say this one tweeted do you know what oranges are my favorite fruit some people will quote tweet 
I can't believe you are saying that people that that eat apples are peasants. Sis, Aburo, Oremi, Amigo, comrades, Paddy. Who said that? Do you know how many times I've had people go crazy in their hundreds or dozens over something I didn't say? Because one Bomboros-class bastard of a quote tweeter has gone on to say that I've said something. Oh, I basically mean... How can you tell me you're basically... You don't know me. None of my words said that. You don't know me, so why are you just assuming... I, you want me to say that. Why did you read those words and created a whole new sentence in your head? It's insane. It's insane. We are seeing... And then, and then people we pick in on people, especially people in the public eye, we saw Damson Interest, Damson Idris say something along the lines of, yo, like, okay, ladies, I know you don't like it when you, we come on strong and stuff like that. Like, so what's the best way a guy should handle the situation if you're not interested? Like, asking for tips. And they ran him off the fucking internet. Like, the brother, death of it. And Damson, I don't, don't fucking come back to Twitter. Don't waste your time. You are a handsome, successful, brilliant young man. Stay to Instagram because Twitter is a place where people, one of my boys said, Instagram's where you go to make money, Twitter's where you go to lose it. These people are so itching, like it's a culture now of quote tweets, hashtag ratio, where people are looking to make, to dunk on you, like to literally dogpile on you. And it's not cool. Like, of course, in, in the dancing space, of course, some women, unfortunately, sickeningly, if that's even a word, have died or been abused or assaulted in terms of trying to reject advances from men. Of course, that goes without saying. But how you're lying that with Damson talking about the everyday scenario that happens tens of thousands of times when there may be a guy pursuing a woman she's not interested. Why, why are we not mature enough to have conversations? If you're not willing to have these conversations, nothing's going to change. It's just disgusting. And people pick on celebrities because they believe that People treat celebrities and now we've got influencers, content creators, podcasters, YouTubers, whatever you name it. People who are doing big things and people are treating them to the same level as celebrities in terms of the stand they hold them to and some of them are my friends. And it's mad to me because because you see these people have money or nice houses, nice bags, shoes, um, lots of notoriety, social status. It's like people forget that these are still regular human beings that suffer from the same things that everyday people suffer, depression, sadness, happiness, joy, stress, anxiety, pain, trauma, hard work, we all, fatigue, humans are humans, just because the only difference between them and you is that they're hyper-visible. That's the difference. They're, they're just like you. So people treat them in a way that they may not treat normal people because they think they can take it all as part of the job. Fuck that, that's bollocks. That's bollocks. It's all, I see people say on social media, why are we bringing down these black women? Listen, Twitter, you guys made the rules, yeah? You became judge, jury, executioner, lawmaker, police, parole officer, yeah? You decide that we're just gonna cut these people. If you say something we don't like, we're gonna bring you down. We're gonna um, try to demonetize you. We're gonna bash you. Da, da, da. And now it's happening to people you like, you see the fault in it. It's fucking ridiculous. We, let's be decent human beings. It is fine to disagree with one another. Like, my politics is very different 
to some of my boys, my closest friends. Very different to some of my previous love interests. It's very different to some of my female friends. But guess what? It's fine. Because we probably all want the same things. We want a fair society. We want an equal society. We want people to do well. We want people to be protected. We don't want companies to just violate take the piss all that type of stuff but the difference is more often than not we want to uh, we believe you achieve this by different routes some believe go left some believe go right why can't we have a discussion like i said something the other day regarding the labor party and people just a bunch of bozos that's what they are fucking bozos yeah and the only reason why you're being insulted is because of your behavior because they came in to insult me so i'm gonna insult you back you can't I have never voted for the Conservatives ever in my life. I've voted in four elections. The first election I voted for Mr. Miliband, Labour. The next one I voted, hold on. I voted Labour twice. Was it, oh, hold on. Labour twice. No, I don't think I voted for Corbyn. So I think it might have been Gordon Brown and then Miliband. Then I voted to Liberal Democrats. So I voted Labour twice, Lib and then Liberal Democrats twice. So I voted Labour, Labour. Then the last two elections, because um, I wasn't really a fan of Corbyn's economic policies, it didn't make sense to me. So I voted for Liberal Democrats twice, and I voted Remain. These are on the characteristics of a Tory voter. Anyone who list listen listeners, you listen to how I pam Boris. I'm on Boris. I'm on the Conservative Party. I've always been on the Conservative Party. So people who follow me know. I'm not a fan of the Conservative Party. I don't like austerity. I believe they uh, scapegoat. They're very xenophobic. They scapegoat migrants. And that's the propaganda they use to get away from their poor governance and globalization. That's the another day. I could just, I criticize pretty much all MPs. I criticize pretty much all parliamentary members because I don't like the political system. I think I'm politically homeless. But anytime I criticize stuff to do with Labour, People come to me, you're Tory, da 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 da, like da 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 da. Bro, shut the fuck up. Where did you get that from? I never said that. Why can't I criticize Labour or why are you jumping to Tory? Worst thing is, if you have an opinion or an assumption, you, why don't you just ask first? And then if the person confirms that, then you could go off. It's ridiculous. I can't remember what it was. I think I must have said something about now that people have woken up to the fact that Labour are, I think I was referring to black people, that Labour aren't here for us like they want to present themselves to. Where do we go next in terms of political landscape? And then people were like, and the funny thing about this, yeah, sorry, I'm in rap mode. The funny thing about this is the people that were in my mention saying who said that black people thought this were the same people who literally thought that. I remember, because I remember from 2016, 2017, these people were in my mentions arguing with me when I was saying Labour not the party for black people. They have done nothing for black people in the grand scheme of it holistically. You may have some fantastic members like Jamie Corbyn, Diane Abbott, Dawn Butler, some fantastic individuals, but as a whole, the party, they're then just slightly different to conservatives for the most part in terms of their attitude towards black people because it is a systematic racism thing. Do you know what I mean? And there's no evidence of what... Anyway, and I always said, yeah, if we're giving our vote to the Labour to the Labour Party at 88% clip, they have no incentive to do things in our favour because whatever they do or don't do, we're going to vote for them. And people arguing with me, no, Labour the party for black people, if you vote for Conservatives, you're cool. And I'm like, why does voting for Conservatives make you cool? Because they are more overtly racist than the Labour Party. That's ridiculous. Like, because Labour aren't too dissimilar. 
So let's look at it. If you're saying they have policies that are against us, cool, but you can't go into that detail. Like, I'm a conservative voter, but I don't think you could go to... Some people who do go on that side do give off big coony vibes, but not always. Some people is just financial. Some people is philosophical, whatever. And it's quite ironic when I'm seeing black, um, quote-unquote, Labour supporters, because I just don't think they even know what they're doing half the time, call, uh, call cons- black people with conservative political ideology coons, because if you look at the Caribbean, if you look at Africa, if you look at our parents and our cultures, they are extremely conservative. Big community look, small government, um, big on the family, big on the church, yeah? Not very fond of abortion most of the time, not very fond of LGBT rights most of the time. Those are very, very staunch conservative views, which for the most part don't really mirror the conservative views. Conservatives right now are are going, they're not far right, they're pretty towards the center. But that's worth another day. So it's just ironic because you've got, like, we've seen our country, like, you've grown up in an environment, in a conservative environment. Does it mean your parents are coons? Your fa- your culture's coony? No, it doesn't. It's just stupid. It's stupid. Anyway, that's my point. So people are saying, yeah, you're a Labour Party. Oh, sorry, I'm losing my focus. I'm in rap mode. But yeah, the people were saying that, who told you, who, nobody thought that, Labour were the party for black people. They were the people. Because I remember the tweets. Them calling people who vote for other parties. They were calling people who vote for Liberal Dem- Democrats coons. They were saying, if you vote for Liberal Democrats, it means that you want Conservative Party to win. Because these people are so ridiculous and they are so driven by... I don't know what they're driven by. I don't know what it is. Let me not hypothesise on it. Whatever it is, God bless them. That they don't understand we have a first-past-the-post political system so when you're voting although the votes in totality will lead to you who picking a prime minister your actual vote goes towards your constituency so saying oh i'll vote for liberal democrats vote conservatives doesn't make sense what if your party if your constituency is a labor 60 percent, for example my constituency 60 percent, 60 to 65 percent of people vote for labor labor always gonna win this seat so if I vote for Lib Dems, how is that a vote for Conservatives? It's not. It's even harder for Conservatives to win if I vote for Lib Dems because that's a potential seat that they, a potential vote that they need to take on that Labour. So first of all, it depends on where you're sitting. It's just dumb. London votes, Labour, anyway. People just chatting shite, regardless. And saying, I remember Jeremy Corbyn in the 2019 general election, we are the party that's going to unlock the potential on black people talking like we're some fucking Nintendo character. And people are like, yeah, yeah, Corbyn for us. Corbyn's for us. Like, we haven't forgotten. And as I said, 88% of us vote for that party. Regardless of leader, regardless of policy, whether it's centre-left, centrist, super-duper-left, a lot of people had that and speaks to a lot of people who don't really, because most people, the majority of people don't follow politics. Let's keep it short. Majority of these people just kind of vote. A lot of people said, I kind of voted Labour because my mum and dad did and my family did. And I don't blame people because that's how a lot of people do. A lot of people do not go through all the manifestos and make a decision. They kind of vote for kind of what the narrative is or whatever. You so, and I'm not even criticising people for that. I'm just hoping that we stray away from that. And when I said when I make those tweets, it's more shade to the people who claim to be informed but follow that rhetoric anyway. That's why these people were shocked when they found out how the Labour Party was treated Diane Abbott and Dawn Butler. When I wasn't, I wasn't shocked. 
I've spoken to people that work at a Labour Party and they have told me how some prominent black members of Labour Party and MPs, you may think they're a certain way, but they're not. They're not even trying to help out. Like, I remember a lovely young lady who's been a Labour Party. I'm not going to bait her name out, but she was like, listen, I can't have a lie from what, I've, from what she sees in politics and her, she's, in, she's in politics. So this is not yours for gay's opinion where you don't pay attention to, you don't read shit or listen to shit. She's like, the black people on the conservative side, they, they're treated pretty well for the most part. I don't know what dynamics is. This doesn't mean that the conservatives are less racist. I'm not saying that at all. I don't, I don't know what that dynamic is. I don't know if it's confirmation. I don't know what's going on there, but she's just rehashing her experience and what she's seen. So I've been aware and I have a little bit of common sense. Like why, why just a bunch of random white people gonna have some benevolence to, to us black people for what? Where, where, where's that? Where's that ever been true? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So for me hashing it out, the people were in their feelings were start, started to pretend that nobody thought this, even though the vast majority of voters vote based on narrative, what they read in the media, what their parents and immediate circle say and think. So shut up. But yeah, that, that led into people abusing me and saying, I'm, I'm, I'm a Tory voter. Huh? How can me saying, where do we go next? Because obviously the Tories are shit, Labour are shit and they're, not, and they're not for us. Where do we go? So I'm, I'm posing a question to people for us to come and hypothesize, what do we do? And shout out to people who did. But this is what I mean. You can't even ask questions. Like I've seen people tweet things that are actually factually correct. Factually correct. For example, people have tweeted stuff like, yeah, you can say this and that, but one of the biggest issues to the black community in America is a lack of a two parent household. And people cook at that person, but it's factually fucking correct. If you look at the correlation between people who without their fathers in the homes and drugs, crime, all those things, life expect all these things is unquestionable. But because it makes some people feel uncomfortable for whatever reason, it's fucking berserk. Excuse my language. I'm just sick of this. Let's have discourse. Let's be able to ask people's opinions. And this, and I'm excluding football Twitter because football Twitter, people could be mean to each other, but because football is different. Like it's kind of the bands, like sports fans, we like taking niggas at each other. It's fun. But I'm talking like politics, music, fashion, relationships, whatever. Why can't people disagree? And what, and it takes, it does not cost you a thing to say, what do you mean by this? Are you saying this? And a person could say yes or say no, then you go from there. Like, let's not fall into this trap of trying to create an eco chamber because you can create the eco chamber you think you have on Twitter or, or Instagram or Slack or Telegram or whatsoever when you enter the real world, where, as I said on Dysonomics all the time, behavior drives incentives, incentives drives behavior, you're going to be bamboozled. And that's why these people are bamboozled about how they're treated in real life. Because it's not the eco chamber, it's real life. So step out the matrix, behave like an adult, and be able to have amicable disagreements with people. Obviously, people come at you sideways. I'm all for clapping that. Do your thing. But come on, people. Like, it's fine to disagree and have different opinions because that's what makes us human. I did not expect this rant to go on this long. You could tell I'm passionate about this. I hope you enjoyed this. And please let me know your thoughts. Until next week, peace and blessings. Bow. Podcast Network.